Hi, and welcome to The Uplift with Dabney Bryce, the podcast where we'll elevate global stories by shining a spotlight on underrepresented narratives, educating ourselves about current and historical events and diverse cultures and communities. Let's journey together to step outside our comfort zones, uplift each other, and make the world a little bit better along the way. Welcome, my uplifters. I'm your host, Daphne Bryce, and I'm so happy because we made it after a couple months of planning, researching, editing, and more. We made it to launch day, and I'm so, so excited. But before we get into the episode, I just want to thank a couple of people for all their support and for helping me get to this point. Uh, I want to shout out Chelsea, who helped me come up with the title of the show. Um, You'll learn a little bit more about why I chose the name, The Uplift. I want to thank Julia at Jules Crafts. She designed my cover art and my logo. Thank you so much, Julia. And I want to thank uh, my friend Angel, who she was kind of the original inspiration for the cover art. And Julia kind of took it and upgraded it. Um, So thank you so much, Angel, for that. And I want to thank my family and friends who knew about my little secret and, um, yeah, just continue to encourage me throughout this whole time. I love you all. I thank you so much for your support, and it means the world to me. So on this first episode, you're going to be learning about yours truly, my background and story, which is strongly connected to why I started this podcast. I'll also be talking about what you as the audience can expect each week and what I hope you will gain from listening. I'm excited to be here and I hope you are too. So let's dive in and get started. So why did I want to start this podcast? What drew me here? How did I get here? I think before getting into the why, I have to talk about how did I get here? What was the timeline? So back in March, after everything shut down, I was finishing up my last semester as a grad student at the University of Delaware. Um, I was getting my master's in public administration, or I, I, yeah, I was finishing up my master's. And I was working as a fellow for the Institute for Public Administration underneath the Conflict Resolution Program. Shout out to all of them. And the Institute as a whole was came up with the idea of starting a podcast so that we could stay connected to the community, the larger Delaware community, and just talk about some of the work that people were doing across the state. And my supervisor... She reached out to me and was like, Dabney, let's do an episode for the podcast. Let's talk about how to have difficult conversations, especially now that people were inside their homes with family and friends and roommates and spouses and children. Like, how do we have those difficult conversations? And she gave me the lead on it, told me to outline what the episode would be about and come up with the questions. And we recorded it and published it. And the response was really great. I had so many friends, family, um, mentors that reached out to me and told me that I had a good podcast voice, which was news to me. Um, It wasn't something I ever thought like, oh, do I have the voice for this? I was just like, oh, okay. 
thank you very much. And that sort of planted the seed that I could potentially do a podcast one day. Never thought about it prior to then. I had listened to podcasts for a while, a little bit now, but never thought that I could start my own. And so the seed was planted and I kind of just let it sit, you know, I was just like, there's no rush. I'll do it one day. And then I graduated. I was unemployed. I'm still unemployed, but we're in a pandemic. So what else do you expect? And after the summer with um, the deaths of George Floyd, Ahmaud Aubrey, Breonna Taylor, and the reckoning with race and racial injustice that our country had and the protest. After all of that, it was about, I would say, the end of October, November, that I was just like, Dabney, your voice matters. What you have to say matters. And there's never enough people of color and Black people, Black women who are in these spaces talking about whatever they want to talk about and having that audience and having that platform to just share their voice and speak up for things that they want to speak on or about. So I was like, okay, we're going to do this. I don't know what it's going to be about, but we're going to do it. And I also wanted to get back into my creative side because of grad school. I didn't have enough time to really focus on my hobbies that I loved growing up, like theater and dance and acting. So I was just like, let's, this is a different way to be creative. Might might as well try. And because of all these things that were happening, because we're all inside, I was just like, what else am I doing? I'm not doing anything else. So just go for it. Um, And so I decided I wanted to start one and I knew I wanted to start one, but then I didn't know what to talk about. I was just like, I could talk about anything and everything. I know a lot about a lot of things. (laughs) I, I just love learning in general. I've always been inquisitive and curious as a kid. I knew a lot about a lot of different things, but I was like, what of all the things that I know and love, what can I do? And I was watching a bunch of videos, doing my research, and one night, really, I remember it was super late at night. It was like 11 p.m., and for some reason, nighttime is when I do my best work. Honestly, I can stay up pretty late, but in morning time, you will not catch me up. Granted, I could wake up at like 9 a.m., but it's like you, I will not get out of bed probably till noon if I had a choice if I had a choice. I mean, I kind of have a choice now because of, you know, the pandemic. So yeah, I was doing, I digress. I was doing research at like 11 PM and I don't remember the video. I was watching a million videos that night, but I remember a lot of them had this similar theme. Um, And this video was like, why don't you think about what you love and what you enjoy and think about what you could teach someone. And also think about what you are good at in general. I just remember thinking like, okay, like, so I wrote down a list and I put down like things like history, um, languages, trashy reality TV, because I love me 
some trashy reality TV. That's like my guilty pleasure. <laughs> um, pop culture, theater, different countries and cultures and things that I was good at. I knew I was good at bringing people together and making people feel valued and understood. And that ultimately led me to thinking about who I am and my own personal story. So I am the daughter of two Haitian immigrants, first gen, very proud to be. My parents actually met in New York where I was born, but they've worked tirelessly and endlessly to provide a better life for me and my siblings. I'm the oldest of three. And when I was about five or six, I think five before first grade, we moved an hour from Westchester where I was born to a very white suburban town. And so, and that's where I spent pretty much, yeah, I spent, I, we lived there until I graduated from high school and we're still here. And growing up in a white suburban town and pretty much all of my education has been in predominantly white spaces from elementary through grad school. I went to predominantly white institutions. And so I know what it's like to be overlooked and undervalued. I know what it's like to be typecasted. Granted, I'm very grateful for the education that I've had. I recognize the privilege that I've had growing up in a really good school district doesn't mean that my experiences as a Black woman are invalidated. In fact, I guess it like I I recognized my Blackness and what that meant in mostly white spaces from a very young age. And that brings me back to a memory that I've had with when I was little, when my mom was like, Dabney, because you are Black, you're a woman and you're Haitian, you're going to have to work harder 10 times harder than everyone else. And that's like the saying, like, you have to work twice as hard to get half as much, you know? And I knew that. And that kind of, I feel like I, I internalized that very deeply. And I mean, it was obvious in, as grow, growing up and like class being overlooked sometimes, or in when I was doing theater and very much typecasted, I couldn't get certain roles because of the color of my skin. And I was told that directly. Things like that, like that translated, the way I responded to that was I tried so hard, so hard to be seen and heard. And definitely like that definitely led to some bad habits, me picking up some bad habits, like struggling to say no. And thankfully now I have a support system that can recognize those habits in me and tell me to stop and just be like, Dabney, you're doing too much or Dabney, you need to cut things out and say no. And so that yearning to be heard and seen, like I know I'm not alone in that. I know that there's so many more people and stories that are just not told in our society, not represented and they deserve to be heard just as much as I believe mine deserves to be heard, so does so does theirs. That's sort of where this idea blossomed. Thinking about my childhood, thinking about the way I was raised and where how I grew up, wanting to have my voice be heard, I wanted to do that for others. And I told that to my best friend, one of my best friends, and 
she was like, yeah, you've been doing that your whole life. Like you've been sharing stories your whole life. You know, those are like moments in like TVs and movies when you like the, the main character has like a flashback and they, they, they go through their entire like life up until that point and what they've done. That sort of is what happened to me when she was like, yeah, you've done that your entire life. And ever since I was a little girl, like I've been sharing stories about my history and culture and my travels to pretty much anyone that was around. Like for school, whenever we had show and tells, I would always bring Haitian food and tell all my friends about Haiti because all they knew was that we had an earthquake in 2010. And I was like, no, like, yes. And there's so much more. There's music, there's food, there's clothing, there's education, there's community. There's so much more. And I, whenever I had a chance, I would tell people. Another example is when I, in my undergrad program, I was lucky enough to find a lot of Haitian kids more than I expected. Haitians are really out there everywhere, y'all. Like, I can tell you pretty much every place I've been, I find a Haitian everywhere, even internationally. I we always find I always find Haitians. Haitians will always find each other. We just gravitate to each other. It just is what it is. One of my closest friends, Esther, love her. Shout out to her. We were RAs together. We were resident assistants, and we were in the same staff, the same like area. And we decided like let's do something for our residents. Let's bring Haiti to our residents, and so. My mom and my dad came and my godmother and her mom and aunt came and they cooked for our residents. And we all had dinner together and they chatted about Haiti and they got to answer some of their questions. And I'm telling you, there was all the plates were filled, not a single bite left, plates cleared, all the food gone. And to this day, I have residents that tell, like my former residents that were there tell me like, yo, that was one of the highlights of our undergrad experiences, being able to learn. I I got to eat some bomb food and learn so much more about Haiti that I never knew. Realizing and remembering that I've done that my whole life for myself, I wanted to also do that for other people and allow those who who identify in these underrepresented groups, who's ever felt unseen, unheard, undervalued, underappreciated. I want to give them a platform where they can come and share their stories. Because even though there's there's populations within our country, within our world that are underrepresented in media and academia and all these different spaces, every one of us, every one of us that identify in these areas all have our unique story. Not one story is the same. And so yeah, that's what I hope the uplift is for you all. That's what I want this to be. And so why the name, the uplift? How did I come up with this name? Um, I just want to give a shout out to one of my best friends, Chelsea. She helped me come up with the name. I am terrible at titles. Anytime anyone asks me like, oh, like what should we call this? Or don't ask me, don't ask me. I don't know. I I really don't. So <laughs> I called her up. Was like, help! I don't know what to call this. I have the idea, but now what? What? What should it be called? And so she sort of came up with a bunch of different things, and we came up on the uplift. And I don't know. It just felt right. 
it felt good to me. And then I looked up the definition of uplift because I was like, wait, before I call this uplift, let's make sure I know what the definition is. And according to the dictionary, uplift is one, the act of lifting up or raising up, which is the definition most of us know. And two, uplift is the process or work of improving socially, culturally, morally, or intellectually. And that second definition is basically what I want this to be. I don't want it to just be about lifting up and raising up underrepresented stories, but I also want it. I, I want us all to grow and to learn and to provide that resource for all of us to do so, provide that safe space for all of us to just become better humans and to make our world a better place. Obviously, change can't happen overnight, but it does have to start somewhere. And so I want y'all to be on this uplifting journey with me, this process with me. And even though my name's in the title, you know, the uplift with Dabney Bryce, I am in this with you. And I want us to travel on this journey together. So what can you expect from the show? Like, Dabney, what is this? Um, One, you can expect to learn each week I'll be having, besides this episode, each week I'll be having interviews with guests. Um, less interviewee and more conversation-wise um, to talk about something that matters to them. And the guests range from friends and family to peers, experts, people that are that know a lot more than I do. Um, and yeah, we're just going to have, we're going to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and having difficult conversations on really complicated topics and issues. And I'll make sure to have resources and links to articles and organizations and books in every episode show notes so that you all can continue your work beyond just this podcast. Because it's, again, it's a start, but it's not the end all be all. And so I want to provide you guys with the tools to continue learning. And then besides that, we're going to have some fun. And play some games because, you know, sometimes with these issues, for example, if we're talking about Haiti, a lot of times it's really easy to go into the serious and the deep things. And again, like I said earlier, like there's so much more to every person and every story than just hardships and struggles and pain. There's also joy and happiness and silliness too. And so I want it to be both. I want it to be serious and in depth, but I also want it to be fun and silly too. So we're going to have fun here, y'all. What I hope that you guys as the listeners will gain and myself, we, I hope that we all get a better sense of the world that we live in outside of our own bubbles, increase our knowledge and awareness of what's going on in the world. And with that information, spreading that, spreading the, the things that you're learning to our communities to the people that we know and love and work with. And also to get active, find ways that you can get active, whether that's active by volunteering or active by donating or other means in which you can get active. Um, Again, I'll make sure I provide the tools and the resources so that you can do that and you're not just like lost. But yeah, I think overall, like 
you know, if we want to create transformative change in our world, in our society, in our country, in our communities, we have to start with ourselves. We have to enact change within ourselves and just be better. Doesn't mean be perfect, but just be better so that our world can be better. And that's why I wanted to start this podcast. That's what I'm hoping that this podcast will eventually achieve or be a part of the change that I want to see and that we all want to see. And just to to shine a light on stories that don't get talked about in the news and media and in schools. So I am really, really excited for this journey that we're going to take. And I, I hope that you guys get a lot out of it and let me know what you guys want to hear and what you want to see too. So yeah, let's get to it. Let's dive in. Let's start uplifting each other. I hope you all enjoyed the first episode. Now for this section, before we close, I wanted to do episode takeaways and reflection and things that I've learned and also asking you as the audience questions each week for you to reflect and think deeper on and for you to just share your thoughts back to me. Um, I don't know necessarily what to call it, either like Dabney's takeaways or reflection. So I would love to hear your ideas. So please come, come up with names, send me a DM and I'll put a poll on my Instagram stories and the Facebook page so that all of you could vote on this and I'll choose from the audience choice what I should call this, these takeaways and reflection. So for this episode, I hope you all have a better idea of who I am and what I'm hoping to do with this podcast and how I want to show up in the world. And so my question for all of you is what's your origin story and how does that impact how you show up or want to show up in the world? So take time to think about that this week, journal, meditate, talk to a friend, whatever you do for your reflection time. And please share with me your thoughts. I'll probably ask on my social media. Um, So yeah, take time to comment or send me a DM if it's more personal. Um, But thank you all so much for listening. And I can't wait for you all to listen to the other episodes. We got a lot of good things coming for you. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening to today's episode. For links and resources, check out the episode notes. If you liked what you heard, help your girl out by leaving a five-star rating and a review. For more content and updates, follow the show's Insta at theuplift underscore podcast. And spread the word by telling your friends and sharing on social media. Subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. For any questions or business inquiries, you can email me at theupliftpodcast1 at gmail.com. This was The Uplift with Dabney Bryce. See you next time.